1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard on a five game Tuesday in the Premiership. Rangers head to Pataudry looking to regain their six point lead at the top. Celtic did their bit with a Japanese inspired 2 0 win against Hibbs. And will John Souter start for Hearts against St Johnson? Will Tony Watt line up for Dundee United against St Mirren? So many questions. And the men to answer them Gordon Diel and Roger Hanna Yeah it's great to have the Premiership Football Bank Gordon Celtic did their business last night Really impressive debuts by Rio Hitati And the goal scorer Dazen Myra And now all eyes fall on Petodri Can Rangers re-establish that six point lead? Will there be a debut for James Sands? And it's a no-joe area Aribo's at the Africa Cup of Nations How do Rangers fill that gap? How good is it to be back oh. The top flight Gordon We've enjoyed the lower leagues It's been great fun But the top flight is back The crowds are back It is all happening Brilliant Gordon Like everyone else Settled down last night To watch the game uh, 60,000 packed out Celtic Park Terrific game I've got to say uh, You just wonder If your team's going to Hit the ground running And I'm sure Ange Postacoglu Will be delighted With his team's performance First hour last night I thought Celtic Were exceptional oh, uh, On the ball And off the ball Gordon thought the pressing was very, very good indeed. I think Hibbs under Sean Maloney tried to play, you know, football from the back. It didn't work for him. Celtic were on top of them and deserved their win. Tonight, fantastic game at Pataudry. Aberdeen Rangers always is. Can Rangers get that gap back to six? It's all excitement and obviously the rest of the teams. Motherwell up at Ross County as well. Wolves, John Sewer play for Hearts. Plenty of talking points. 0141 That is the number you need. To get in touch tonight So let's hear from you Were you impressed Celtic fans By what you witnessed last night What did you make of the game How would you sum up The contributions made By Rio Hatati And Dyson Maeda What else Stood out for you At the game Hibs fans It would be nice to hear from you Rangers fans Pick your team For tonight Aberdeen Rangers It's always one of the Standout fixtures On the fixture list Isn't it And you've got Nojo Aribo As Roger Hanna says Who should play them What's the front three What's the midfield three How do you feel uh, about your chances at Pataudry tonight And will John Souter start for Hearts Now you've only got about I don't know half an hour or so Before we find out the answer So up until that point Let's speculate Rangers fans I know you'll be interested in that one as well Will John Souter start for Hearts What's your feeling uh, on that one And anything else you think we've missed 0141 Pick up the phone and get in touch Let's go to Pataudry And set the scene for Aberdeen Rangers With Dave Galloway Good evening Gordon, well there's always something in the air when Aberdeen take on Rangers and tonight will be the first time fans have been inside Pataudry for this fixture since December 2019. Rangers have a very impressive record at this stadium, having won five and drawn four of their previous ten visits. You have to go back to September 2016 for their last defeat in the Granite City. Yeah, looking forward to this one, going to be interesting. Roger Hanna, as I said, I don't think that's overstating it. In this city you look for Celtic Rangers And if you're a Rangers Celtic And if you're a, a Rangers fan after that It probably is Aberdeen at Pataudry Hearts at yeah, Castle, yeah. that I, sort of thing I would get a couple of great games to go back Celtic, Hibs and Aberdeen and Rangers are two yeah. traditionally you know, top games They've mentioned that game September 2016 James Madison scored the winner for Aberdeen With that terrific last minute free kick It does seem an awful long time ago But Aberdeen took a point at Ibrox early on the season They were 2-0 ahead If you remember The early goal And then Scott Brown Scoring a second mm-hmm. And up flying header And it took Rangers 
everything they had to, to get back and get a point they won't want to drop anything tonight coming out of a winter break you've seen the damage that's done you remember Rangers coming out of a winter break and was it Jordan Jones scored the winner down at Rugby Park from Kilmarnock and they never really got going again after that they will want to come out the winter break the way they entered the winter break with a 100% league record under Giovanni Van Broncos Looking forward to it Gordon I think it will be a very difficult game for Rangers But I said on Saturday I think both teams will hit the ground running Celtic showed that last night I thought they were terrific I think Rangers will hit the ground running tonight um, It will be difficult Petorda always is But I just think that Listen to Dave there about the recent records as well Rangers going up there Bags of confidence Under a new manager Playing well Hoping to you know, get that gap further to six again It'll be an in- interesting uh, evening ahead Some interesting team dilemmas for Giovanni Van Bronckhorst I mean, Jordi yeah. walks into the team these days It'll be a long old walk, he won't play tonight um, I noticed Scott Arfield injured a bit early for the likes of Philip Pallander So the, the makeup of the midfield three and the attacking three, interesting Very much so, I think it will be I think Morelos will lead the line, player of the month for December In his best form of the season before the winter break I think Ryan Kent will play, you would expect Scott Wright to continue and keep his place going back to Pataudry so then does Hadji drop into a midfield three along with Glenn Kamara and A.N. other possibly Davis could it be James Sands? Well you tell us 01419511025 Rangers fans how are you feeling? Any pre-match nerves? Or is this going to be a straightforward victory at Pataudry tonight? How are you feeling? Where's the Where are the confidence levels? And pick your team how would you Go about it If you were the manager tonight Let us know 01419511025 uh, Will John Souter Play for Hearts as well That's a Nice additional point That I'm sure you Rangers fans Will be interested in We'll find out very soon Let's hear From Ange Postacoglu Celtic fans Sum up What you witnessed last night He was impressed By the performances Of his debutants And he said he knew The three new signings Would settle in Very quickly Yeah I thought it was a good game To just expose Both the lads And you know Yusuke later on um, to what it's like to play for this football club, you know, it's especially at home against a, a good opponent. It's you got to be ready for it and, and up for it. And yeah, I thought all three acquitted themselves well. You know, obviously no Dyson really well, and um, even with Rao and and Yusuke, who, who who you know I think will you know people will see him as he, as we play more. I, I I knew they'd settle in quickly. The environment's good, you know, at the club. The boys. Who are here have embraced them, and, and you know the coaching staff will work really hard just to get as much information as possible into them. But above all, they're good footballers, mate. You know, and there wouldn't be a manager in the world who who couldn't fit in good footballers into their team. And um, you know, I'm sure they'll they'll come out of it encouraged by what they did, but also knowing they they, they can do more. Sean is in Glasgow on 01419511025. What did you make of it last night, Sean? Thought Celtic were fantastic last night. Celtic. Yeah, what? Well, give us a bit more then about them because Maeda obviously scores, doesn't he? What three and a half minutes in? Talk about hitting the ground running, uh, and then I guess it was the overall performance from Hatati, wasn't it? Hatati covered every blade of grass last night for Celtic. So it was fantastic, and as I said, I thought he gave the full team a lift last night. Go on the second half of the season. Gordon Deal, how did you feel the debutants did? Brilliant. Uh, you can't ask for any better for your centre forward, Gordon. No matter what club you go to, get your first goal on the board. It just wins the fans uh, fans over. What was it? Four, five, six minutes? Three whatever. and a half. Three and a half, was it? I knew you'd get there somewhere. But he gets that first goal. Confidence left. Hatati was absolutely sensational for a debut. 
I thought he was brilliant. Um, he looks like a lad that's got terrific vision. He can pick a pass. He can see the runners. And Celtic have got plenty of them. Mm. I thought Celtic were very sharp. I really did. Now, you can go back and people say, well, look at the start right away. Hibs missed an absolute sitter to put them one up. You know, give them a bit of confidence. The minute they missed that, Celtic got the park and they scored a goal. And they, they, they were head and shoulders above Hibs. Yes, after 60 minutes, the pace of the game dropped. You expect that. They've had a, a, a rest, Gordon. Four substitutions come on. You look at the difference now in the strength of the bench, the substitutions that they made last night. They've got players to come back. Right now, Celtic are in a good, good place. And it's up to Rangers tonight to make sure that they keep them you know, there uh, where they can see them. The fact it's three points, great opportunity to go six tonight. But if you're a Celtic fan, 60,000 of them in there last night, maybe, absolutely over the moon with the performance. Yeah, and I think the, the squad suddenly looks so much deeper and stronger. As you think of that midweek between the League Cup final win and Christmas when they went to St Mirren with a threadbare squad, dropped two points and, and things looked a bit gloomy. All of a sudden... In comes Hitati, looks terrific. In comes mm. Maeda, as you say, scores a debut goal. But there are players coming back, players back from COVID, players back from injury. Suddenly, as you say, the bench looks stronger. Any player on that bench last night could have come on and they really the, the levels wouldn't have dropped any further. And of course, that's before Kyogo comes back, before Christopher Julian comes back into the equation as well. David Turnbull's to come back from his injury as well. So things do look bright. And it's, like, mm. it's not surprising here even... Just halfway through the window Ange Postacoglu has said That's the business done for this window I feel like a lot of the discussion Sean Was about Maeda And I think that's because it was You know a, Either a replacement or someone to work alongside Kyogo Everyone loves what Kyogo's done uh, At Celtic So far this season And if he's injured Who's there to take his place So there was a lot of hype about Maeda Do you feel like Hitati uh, Flew under the radar a little bit That showed exactly how good he was last night? I think he did, yes, but just like every Celtic fan, if we get a quality player, they don't fly under the radar. They're well appreciated. Yeah, I don't think, I think it, I don't think it was saying he wouldn't be no, appreciated, Roger. I, I, I feel like a lot of the focus it, just went on on the striking well, position. Well, it does. Centre forwards are the, you know the ones that fans get excited about, particularly Maida who was arriving as the J League's top goal scorer again, came in a bit of a fanfare. Hatate now. I was surprised you to know Neither myself nor Daz Are experts on the J-League in Japan And when Atati came We tried to find out a bit about him We were told he was a Sort of utility player He could play left back He could play just Up one in the left hand side He could tuck into central mm. midfield And it wasn't until he was actually signed And Ange Postacoglu started speaking about Hitati He said I've signed him as an attacking midfield player He's going to be box to box He's going to bring a bit of dynamism Into that position Forget him playing anywhere else This mm. is where we've signed him to play and on that basis, he certainly ticked the boxes I've last to, night, didn't I, he? I've got to say, Roger, he took me by surprise because, like you, just hearing them coming in, yeah, you focus on the centre forwards. Of course, you can because they're goal scorers. Everybody likes to see the goal scorers. How many goals you're going to score and whatever. But I thought this guy, you know, just reading and thinking, well, he's got to be a squad player. He's got to come. He was absolutely yeah. top drawer last night, I've got to say. And if that's his first game, and what gives him the confidence as well, and it's great that James Forrest was sitting next to him on the bench to tell him he'd won man of the match. That was fantastic. But uh, it can only get better, Gordon, because that's his first game. I just, you, as an ex pro and ex manager, sometimes you can just, you know, and, and guys that, that, that watch a game week in, week out, you can spot a player right away and you can tell he can play. 
That reminded me of when someone had to translate for you when you went to Kirkcaldy. Oh yeah, all these years ago. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've got a saying, but I don't want to say it here in case I get in trouble. I think that's probably for the best. What in particular did did you like about him? Then let's this. I mean, this is radio. Let's take it that someone hasn't seen the game. Describe his performance. Describe his strength. What, what impressed I, I, you? I think he's got great energy in the middle of the park, and also because of the way Celtic play with the speed that they play it, I think you can see that pass quickly gone. I think he will cause all sorts of problems uh, for defenders, especially with the movement of the front three. Um, you know, the second half, he started getting caught out a little bit. He, he tired. Of course he did, and that's the reason why he gets substituted. But he's got a lovely balance about him. He's got two good feet. He can see the pass. He's not frightened to go and have a tackle as well. And his energy is brilliant. Uh, look... I know that some people say you're getting carried away to his first game or whatever, but what a what a debut he's had! The, it's absolutely terrific. The simple, I thing, the simple thing to notice, Daz, is he, he tries to pass the ball forward. forward. Yeah, because not, he's not every midfield player in the world tries to pass yeah. the ball forward. Some will pass it back to a centre. Some will go sideways. It's the brave ones and the good ones mm. who find the time and the space to get their head up. And wait until there's a forward pass there for them. Here's what his manager made of him. If you sort of get to know him, he's he's a very, very determined young man. You know, he's got his sights on reaching the very top in the game. Um, he's not, you know, he'll walk off that pitch tonight knowing that, um, yep, okay, he, he performed at a level, but he'll want more. Um, that's, you know, <clears throat> that's the kind of character and personality he is. He's not here just to, you know. Um, Enjoy the ride. He, he's he's got some sights, some real ambition to to be the best player he can be and, and reach the top. And you know, you saw some of his quality tonight, but there's definitely more to come from all the boys. Let's find out what Frank made of it. Frank, did you watch it last night? Were you there? Aye, I was at the game last night. Uh, quite excited in the way in when I found out that the two Japanese boys were starting. Mm-hmm. Uh, into the stadium, game started three minutes up, three and a half minutes for one nothing up. Uh, great debut for both of them but my main point was I know that everybody's talking about these Japanese boys or the first game they had great games and that I felt last night big Carol Starfelt was absolutely amazing the guys came in for a lot of stick over the last couple of months and I just thought last night it kind of proved a point that he was right up for it he never put a fit wrong last night at all uh, I, I totally agree with that I think the two guys that stuck out for me last night That come in for a bit of criticism From not just the Celtic fans But from us as well in here Gordon I thought Taylor played very well I really did But Starfelt last night Looked very strong Looked very comfortable He looked like he was You know The player that Celtic Had hoped he was going to be I, I totally agree with Frank because I mentioned it to we were sitting in the studio before we come in and I was speaking to one or two of the boys and I did highlight I thought Starfelt just looked the part last night as well. Ah, he was good. It's not always easy to come in and settle in and play centre back for one of the old firm teams. You know, we've seen top class international players come in and fall on their face. Look at Shane Duffy last season and Starfield came in. He didn't have a great debut at Tynecastle that Saturday night at the start and he did look shaky for a period of time. But you, you said it yourself before, Daz, mm. that we run up before the winter break was probably as you know as, as good a period as he had, had in a Celtic jersey. And maybe maybe now it's just taken him six months to, to settle in, to get used to playing with Cameron Carter-Vickers 
And they'll maybe just kick on in the second half Consistency of the needs Roger I, He started again last night And fans are now looking thinking Yeah that break's done him world of good He settled in But he's got to be consistent He can't just get back and have a dodgy and game he, he, and, and then he's maybe, he's maybe one that needs consistency around him though Because if you're standing there as a left centre back during the course of the season He's played with Stephen Welsh He's played with Nier Beaton On the other side he's had Greg Taylor mm-hmm. Or Juranovic Or Montgomery At times he's had Bowling goalie Just in front of him Sometimes he's had McGregor or McCarthy Or Beaton Or Sorrow Or sometimes it's Turnbull and Rogge So the, you know The cast round about him Has rotated And, that, that and also help. Just quickly Gordon Also And that's what I'm saying About uh, Taylor And I, I've stood here Many a time And so is most of the boys And going Can't understand why They've not strengthened That left back position Postacolo's given him A new contract Long term contract I think this new role in moving into the middle of the park suits mm-hmm. him. And, and he looks a different player. Now, once again, I'll see, I'll not get carried away. I'll say about him as well. He needs consistency yeah. as well. Frank, were you as taken by Rio Hatati as everyone else who was at the game? Yeah, he's amazing. I just can't wait till we get to the 2nd of February and I just hope he gets there. Uh, whether he gets started or if he gets called away with Japan or whatever, but I'd like to see him. Uh, and I hope Mary don't want him just putting them in for a couple of games and then taking them out. I'd like to see him as a consistent starter. Guy's absolutely amazing. Perhaps we don't need to get too far ahead of ourselves because it's a squad game, as everyone knows, and Celtic will be on a couple of domestic fronts and they're you know, still in Europe. So maybe it doesn't have to be clear-cut. But do you get the impression already that even although Rogic and Turnbull was a productive midfield for Celtic and, and caught the eye and did ever so well, it just looks like Ange Postacoglu's got his exact type of player in there, doesn't it? Well, it, listen, as a squad game, there's no doubt about it. And Hatati came into the team last night because Turnbull's out for a couple of months. You know, it'll probably be into February, maybe even March before Turnbull's back. Um, Tom Rogic, or Tommy, is heading away to play for Australia in World Cup qualifiers Probably going to miss the old firm game at the start of February So, you know, Kyogo's missing as well So you can't just rely on 11 or 12 or 13 players All the big managers want two players for each position And sometimes, Gordon, they want more than two players for each position Stephen Gerrard used to say it at Rangers as well And I think Ange is of that type He won't be happy until he's got a squad of 22 or 25 Who can all play in the first team Thank you very much to Frank It's 01419511025 To join in Celtic fans What did you make Of last night Rangers fans This is your chance To step up to the plate Pataudry tonight How do you feel about it Confident Worried Somewhere in between Pick your team Does Sakala play Does Scott Wright play Does Janino Bakuna play You decide Pick up the phone And let us know Let me tell you about this first though Clyde One Super Scoreboard Golden Goals Right, we're up and running Last night we launched our brand new competition on Clyde One Super Scoreboard Where you could win a huge cash prize At the end of the season It's called Super Scoreboard's Golden Goals And it is very simple Even Gordon DL will follow this Every single time Celtic or Rangers score Gordon Mm -hmm. We're going to add at least £250 to the pot Now whether it's League, Scottish Cup or in Europe Whenever the Old Firm get a goal we add in more cash Now we actually started the pot at £1,000 as well Before kick-off last night Celtic scored twice 1500 250 quid a pop Thank you, I'm glad you're here We're now sitting at £1,500 So tonight, Rangers face Aberdeen Any goal scored by Rangers And it's another £250 into the jackpot And at the end of the season One lucky person 
wins the lot So grab your phone right now And enter for your chance to win every penny of this huge tax-free prize Text GOAL to 61025 That is GOAL to 61025 It is £2 to text plus your standard message rate Over 18s only Full terms and online entry at Clyde1.com The lines close 6pm Saturday the 21st of May Why? Because that's Scottish Cup final day So we're trying to squeeze every last penny out of this So for your chance to be the winner At the end of the season text GOAL to 61025 right now You are the voice of Scottish football Call 0141 951 1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Roger Hanna and Gordon Diel are here It's 01419511025 Lots of people getting in touch to share their thoughts on the Celtic game last night The debutants And everything else that came away from the 2-0 win Against Hibs Rangers fans Time to hear from you Because we are one hour And 18 minutes or so away from kick-off at Pataudry How are you feeling? Are you confident? Is it turned back into a six-point lead tonight? Any worries about that trip up there? Uh, let us know your thoughts on the game And what about the team? Come on, this will be your last chance uh, To predict it and have your wish Does Sakala play? Does Scott Wright play? Does James Sands make his debut? Uh, does John Lundstrom play? A guy who perhaps looked like he, his days were maybe numbered at Rangers Does he play tonight? What would you make of that? And of course, you've got a vested interest elsewhere Should John Souter play for Hearts tonight? Will he play for Hearts tonight? How do you see that situation panning out in the coming days? Give us a call right now on those and let us know 01419511025 Here's what the manager uh, Thinks of the trip to Pataudry Oh well it's been very beneficial Of course um, I think it was good to uh, To give the players a rest uh, Which we did And uh, everyone came back fresh uh, On the 5th of January So we had a uh, Almost two weeks to uh, prepare ourselves uh, for the game. Also, had more time to uh, to work with the players on the pitch uh, and also uh, with uh, with team meetings. So uh, it was very uh, very good to um, get a little bit more in depth uh, in, in the way we want to play, uh, the things we have to improve, and and especially also the the things we've done really well so far. I think we'll see more of a Giovanni van Bronker stamp on Rangers now, God. Not to say that we didn't before. Remember he came straight in after that Hibs defeat Went mm. straight into European action Straight back to domestic stuff It's midweek, it's a crazy schedule And now he's actually had a bit of time To get the players on the training field Work at some things as he said um, Do you think even although he did make an impact quickly We might even see even more of that going forward? 100%, 100%. Um, He'd have ticked it over Gordon He'd have tweaked one or two little things didn't complicated it Just kept it going Knew the winter break was coming uh, Decided to give his players uh, A few days off Which most clubs do uh, And then it was back to hard work On the training ground And he's had them for two weeks Probably doing a, a, a You know Double sessions Working on different things Tactically Shape wise Where he wants players to be When the ball's in certain areas Of the pitch Yeah of course I think I think you'll see a big improvement In Rangers you know, differently tactically way they get the ball forward, how they play. I'll still be the same shape. I'll still be the same wingers on the, you know, on the touchline, really stretching the game. But I think you'll see one or two differences now. The fact that he's got time to work with them. I mean, if that is the case, and he might be wrong because he has been before. Mm. But if that is the case, then that would be worrying for the rest of the league, Roger, because Rangers went into this break six points clear. Yes, it was cut last night. They've made money off Nathan Patterson, but you wouldn't say the starting eleven's been. Impacted in, no. in any real way no. Do you think there is still more to come? 
Um, Giovanni Van Bronckhorst was certainly hoping so. He made the point that the, the first 11 hadn't really been weakened by the departure of Nathan Patterson to Everton. Be interesting to see the team tonight because, as well as Patterson going, as you said, Scott Arfield's got an injury. Joe Aribo's away at the Africa Cup of Nations. I think he plays for Nigeria again tomorrow night. So they haven't gone and you know brought in half a dozen new players yet. James Sands is there being squad tonight, you would think. The other signing, of course, is not yet at the club. John Souter. Be interesting to see whether they get him in before the end of this month to further bolster the squad for the run-in. But make-up of tonight's team will be interesting. Whether or not it, it is more of a of a Giovanni Van Bronckhorst yeah. style team because the style is beginning to evolve from that rigid four-three-three that Stephen Gerrard went for. Who would you go for tonight? I mean, think most of it at the back sort of picks itself, yeah, doesn't it? So it's, let's it's think the, the in question, front of that. The question mark is in front of it, Gordon. Uh, Aberdeen's always a tricky, you know, they need the energy. It's quite a tight pitch up there. They'll be at you, of course they will be, because... Crowd back crowd in, they'll back be bang in, up for bit, it. Yeah, a bit of atmosphere. Um, I, I definitely would go with uh, Hadji in there, Kamara. I would have Morelis, Ken uh, right now. The question is, I've not seen Sands. Now, I wouldn't be surprised if he throws him in. Really? Yeah, well, you look at Celtic. They no th- John Lundstrom? Th- well, uh, he's my next one. So it was, uh, Or they might go and say, right, OK, if we can dominate this game, we need guys on the ball like Kamara. It takes care of it. Davis is one of the best in the business. But you just wonder at the beginning of the game, it's going to be that fiery game. It's not at Ibrox. We all know Pataudry is a very, very tight pitch to play on. They'll be at you. So he might go for a bit of energy and pace in there with a Lundstrom or a Sands. As I say, I don't know a lot about him. But if you look at the reaction Celtic got last night with their uh, two guys that they've thrown in uh, for their um, their debuts, then Van Bronckhorst, looking at the training, had two weeks, might just be looking at this guy and saying, yeah, you're ready to go now. But interesting to hear the team lines. But interesting Aberdeen as well, does because you know we, we so I tend to cast aside the teams that are playing against Celtic Rangers. But Aberdeen prior to the winter break were looking better than they had done in the first spell of the season. You know there was a spell very early on after I think they lost a Saturday night game at Dundee. Mm. You know, Stephen Glass's job yep. wasn't certain even you know despite the fact he was he was just in the door. So they had picked up a lot. Lewis Ferguson's been playing well. They, they actually went more offensive. You know, there were times when Hedges and Watkins were playing off Ramirez and they were trying to take the game to the opposition. They scored twice at Ibrox. They were 2-0 up at Ibrox. I think they will fancy they can maybe catch Rangers tonight and take something off Rangers in the first game out of the split. I think the Aberdeen team is just coming out. So Dave Galloway will bring us that in a second. We'll get the Rangers team as soon as it's out as well. Let's go to... Uh, Jeffrey, who's on the line as a Rangers fan at the moment, how are you feeling ahead of tonight, Jeffrey? Um, quite confident. We're not overconfident. We've got a good record at uh, playing Aberdeen. Uh, there's two two points I want to make. Um, the first, well, obviously we're talking about the game. Um, quite confident, but we're missing some key players. Um, who knows? I mean, as as I sort of agree, I agree with what Gordon said. Um, Gordon DL, which is very unusual. Um, <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> um, it does, it's, uh, it's going to be one of these games where I think whoever scores first is going to win the game. I think, as always with Aberdeen Rangers games. Um, yeah. Yeah, Gordon, I mean, 
Jeffrey's confident Would you share his confidence? Yeah I said uh, I said on Saturday And I'm, I'm sticking by it I think that Celtic Rangers Both have got the quality In squads and players uh, I know Aribo is a massive miss Because he's been in terrific form Gordon um, But I just think that They've got enough In their locker It won't be difficult It's away from home um, It is always a difficult venue To go to um, But I just think With the Rangers manager Having time to work on His ideas For the last two weeks um, I think they'll have enough in the locker and I think they will win the game tonight Yeah, listen, I, I would I tend to think so they were, they were really good prior to the winter about Rangers um, They had been sluggish at times in, under Steven Gerrard and things didn't quite look it didn't look like a happy place I think when Broncos came in the players immediately seemed to get a lift there was wee tweaks to the way they played the game they looked, they actually looked a yard quicker than they had done in those opening weeks of the season, does. Yeah. Um, and he's got Morelis firing again, Roger, which is a massive it, it, uh, well, bonus for th- him. Think how many Tuesday nights and Saturdays we, we would sit here listening to callers phoning in, complaining about Morelos. Mm-hmm. And we made the point a few times we felt Morelos was spending too much of his time with his back to goal, too deep, coming short, trying to link up the play. And I think when Broncos had just said to him, You're the centre forward. You're the guy who should be scoring the goals. Put yourself into positions between the two posts where you can score those goals. And he's mm. getting the best out of Morelos. There certainly was in that spell before the winter break. Rangers fans, here is your team. And Aberdeen fans, here is your team as well. Dave Galloway. Let's look at Rangers first. And Sands will make his debut for the club. He'll play in midfield, of course. The, the Rangers starting eleven is McGregor, Tavernier, Goldson, Bassey, Barisic, Kamara, Sands, Haji, Wright, Kent and Morelos. Uh, subs, uh, McLaughlin, uh, Simpson, uh, Balogun, uh, King, uh, Lindstrom, Bakuna, McCann, Itten and Fashion. Looking at uh, Aberdeen, they will start. Well, the big news for them, firstly, is that Scott Brown is uh, back in the starting lineup following illness. They go with Lewis, McCrory, Brown, Ramirez, Hedges, Ojo, Hayes, Ferguson, Jenks, uh, Ramsey, and Bates. The subs Woods, Gallagher, McGinn, Emmanuel Thomas, McGeoch, McLennan, Campbell. Baron and Kennedy There we have it A debut for James Sands Gordon DL What do you make of that? Well I said it was a, it was an option Gordon I didn't know if he would throw him in But he's obviously Had the opportunity To work with the boy Since he's come in the door He feels he's ready for it um, And it's a great debut uh, You got there If you're going to pick a, An away ground to go to That you want to make a debut Tyne Castle or Pataudry would be for me all day long. He'll thrive on that. It'll be interesting. The Rangers fans will get their first glimpse of him tonight. It's a very attacking Rangers side as usual. Uh, I'm glad that Hadji's in there. I think Hadji's a, a, a terrific player. Morelis is back in amongst the goals. Kent's playing very well. So um, I think that'll be a, a very good game at Pataudry. But I still think, as much as I, I hear that Aberdeen team, there's some good players in there. There's some good experienced players in there. But I just think that Rangers have got the better players They're in better form And I think they will win the game I'm a fairly simple football fan Roger Hanna Anytime any player signs for a new club In any window But particularly in January I'd just like to see them make their debut straight away It's the, the curiosity factor We'll get a real good look at him In an intense environment And see what he's made of Yeah listen Rio Hatati set the bar especially high For newcomers to the SPFL Premiership last night And 
That's really all Giovanni Van Bronckers needs to say to James Sands tonight You're coming away to Pataudry This is an iconic fixture in Scottish football You go and make an impact on this game And it was interesting to read Ronnie Dyla's comments on him You know, he's his former manager at New York City FC Saying he's got the energy about him He's got the enthusiasm He can play a bit as well So Ronnie Dyla thinks he'll be a good fit for the Premiership Let's go and see him tonight Is that the endorsement the Rangers fans were all hoping for? Well, listen, any endorsement's a good endorsement I'm of a new signing, isn't it? Um, well, Ronnie knows what it takes to win a title here, of course uh, Jeffrey, how do you feel about seeing James Sands for the first time? Does that surprise you, or was that what you were expecting? Um, well, it's, um, I was sort of half expecting it, but not so soon um, Yeah, I mean, two good teams tonight Aberdeen, very strong Rangers, very strong As I said to you um, whoever scores first will probably win the game. Right, can I make another point as well? Oh, go on um, then. Right, I want to sort of go off senior football. Oh, right, um, make it quick I, if you can. I didn't realise we were changing topics so drastically, which is fine, but we're close to the travel, so make it snappy. Junior football. Um, with Ocken Lake and Clyde Bank playing on Saturday, my junior team, Pollock, are investing in, in their ground to make it play, uh, playable. To go into the Pyramid League, do you think that some of the junior, stronger junior teams should uh, be allowed to play in the, in the in the lower leagues and then work their way up into the senior, the senior? Yeah, I'm um, well quickly, Roger. Um, well, the, the, the pyramid is there yeah, now, and, and Clyde Bank are, are in that, and yeah. and, uh, and and so are, are Pollock, as, as Jeffrey says. Yeah. So, so uh, listen, there's nothing to stop. Teams going there, there are loads of teams You'll see more in the Scottish Cup This weekend You know there's Darvel Who are going to our both Banks of D yeah. Who take on Wraith Rovers in the Cup As well as You know East Kilbride Who go to Peterhead There are a few What we wrongly call Non-league clubs Playing in the fourth round This weekend They will bring value to it And all you need to do Is look Look at the team Who are playing first in the Cup Cove Rangers Who came out of the Highland League Went through League 2 Are currently top of League 1 and unless there's some real mishap when we're playing championship football, they've set the bar for the rest. Thanks, Jeffrey. 01419511025. Rangers fans, you know your team news. It's a debut for James Sands. What do you make of that? Is that the team you would have picked? Will John Souter start for Hearts tonight or are his days numbered? We'll find out next. 01419511025. This is Scottish football's league leader, Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Roger Hanna and Gordon DL are here Keep the calls coming in 01419511025 Whether it's to look back on last night Or indeed to look forward to what's about to take place this evening Debut for James Sands Rangers fans What do you make of that team tonight? Is that the one you would have picked? How confident are you Of coming back down from Pataudry With all three points Now the obvious man to link The Rangers game to the Hearts and Johnson game Would be a certain John Souter Does he start Four hearts against St Johnson tonight, Gabriel. Yes, good evening from a windy Tyne Castle where the big news coming out of the changing rooms an hour before kickoff is that John Souter does start for the Jambos despite signing that pre-contract with Rangers last week. Robin Nielsen, the manager, spoke to the media yesterday. He said that Souter will be available until things change and Rangers offer a significant fee to make the move happen now. And that is, of course, because Hearts want to push for European football this season. They are third in the league with 36 points after 20 games. And, of course, Souter 
has been one of the standout performers this campaign across the entire division. He scored for Scotland when he played at the end of last year and he has assured Nielsen and the Hearts fans he'll be giving 100% in training and in games whilst he's still at the club. He's only missed two matches all campaign. He scored three times and led the impressive defensive record that Hearts currently have. But it's going to be really interesting to see when the fans do arrive here in Gorgie what reception they give him when he's out doing the warm-up and when he lines up for the game. He, of course, starts. It's one of four changes for the Jambos since the game against Ross County on Boxing Day. Captain Craig Gordon starts in goal. They are in their 3-4-3 usual formation. It's Suter at the back with Craig Halkett and Stephen Kingsley. Uh, Michael Smith starts at right wing back with Peter Harring and Cammy Devlin in midfield. Alex Cochran on the left-hand side. Gary Mackay, Stephen, comes in with Josh Janelli and Barry Mackay completing the front three. Uh, on the bench is Stuart, McInef, Boyce, Atkinson, Moore, Halliday, Henderson and Pollock. All eyes will be on Suter then, but there are another team playing here tonight. It's St Johnston, bottom of the table. They've only got 14 points after 20 games uh, and they are really struggling. They've lost eight games in a row. The last game was 3-1 against Celtic at home. A defeat there. They've made six changes since that fixture on Boxing Day. They've reverted to a 4-3-3 formation as well. Xander Clark comes back in. Dan Cleary makes his debut at right back. Liam Gordon, Jamie McCart and Callum Booth make up the back four. Three in midfield, Murray Davidson, Jacob Butterfield and Cameron McPherson. Nadia Chiefji makes another debut for a Scottish club. Michael O'Halloran and Stevie May complete the 11. On the bench, it's Parrish, Brown, Gallagher, Kane, Middleton, Gilmore, Crawford, Ambrose and Craig. The referee here at Tynecastle is Nick Walsh. What do you make of that then? John Souter does start for Hearts does that suggest anything to you does that suggest he's less likely to, to go to Rangers this window Rangers fans Hearts fans let us know your thoughts on it maybe you're not reading too much into it Hearts fans um, or anyone who's interested really what type of reception do you think he'll get tonight 01419511025 we were about to speak to George in Knightswood you've just disappeared George if you're listening give us a call back right now uh, and we'll get you on what do you make of it? Are you surprised John Souter starts? Not at all No, no. yes, what it suggests I think it suggests that Robbie Nielsen's not going to cut off his nose Despite mm-hmm. his face John Souter is one of the hard space players You could see it in the first half of the season and That's why Rangers have moved to sign him in the pre-contract deal He is crucial in that three-man defence that Gabriel speaks about And I always thought Robbie Nielsen would pick him And he will continue to pick him As long as he's a Hearts player I listened to Jim Goodwin yesterday He takes St Mirren up to Tannadice tonight He was asked similar things about Jamie McGrath You know there's chat of Jamie McGrath On the brink of signing for another club And Jim Goodwin says He won't be here forever He will sign for another club at some stage But until that stage arrives He'll continue to be picked in the St Mirren first team And I think that's Robbie Nielsen's view of John Souter He's a realist Robbie Nielsen He knows that if Tony Watt can go from Motherwell to Dundee United this month Having signed a pre-contract Then if the money's right John Souter can go from Hearts to Rangers this month But until he leaves and packs his boots and goes to Ibrox Robbie Nielsen will keep putting him in the team What type of reception will he get though Gordon? Because that's the other You know obviously in a footballing sense It's it's a no-brainer John Souter's a good player You Mm -hmm. play him if you're Robbie Nielsen But life is rarely that simple if the Hearts fans are going to boo his every touch, mm. if it's going to make a weird atmosphere, if it's going to have some sort of detrimental impact on him, and I'm not saying it will, that's why I said if, you know, th- that's where the, the decision becomes a bit more 
Yeah. Complicated. I think you'll get a mixed reception, Gordon. There'll be a big crowd in at Tyne Castle tonight, obviously. First game back. I'm desperate to see Hearts. Um, I think there'll be a lot of supporters go along and appreciate that, you know, his contract's up, he's going to Rangers, fine, you won't like the fact it's a team in the same league competition, but the lad needs to move on, it's... Um, I think he'll get a bit of stick at first. And... I think I think he'll get a bit of... You know, I think there'll be supporters there that appreciate what he's done for Hearts and they realise that he's going to move on anyway. They'll be a bit disappointed maybe that they were hoping, right, go down to the Championship or down to England, out the road, and then we can say that you've been brilliant for hearts, but you've got to come back here with Rangers. You might help Rangers obviously go and beat us and, 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 and Rangers pick up points, help them. But I hope he does get a good reception. It's, as Fraser Wisher summed up brilliantly, a man-changing job. But it's football. We know there'll be people out there not happy with it. And he will come in for a bit of criticism. But I totally agree with uh, Robbie Nielsen and, and Roger. I'd have played them all day long as Let's well. Let's bring in George, who is a Rangers fan. How are you feeling about tonight, George? Confident? Yes. You all right, George? Yep, fine, yep. What are you thinking? A wee point on the Rangers team. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's time for Ryan Kent to stand up. Arrivo is a big miss. Yes, we hold our hands up to that, but I think it's time Ryan Kent can st- Ryan Kent can stand up and take over. You go along with that, Roger? Well, if you remember, he started last season at Petrodri with a winning goal. Morelos played him through, and that that was the first goal that set Rangers on the way to winning the championship. He has been inconsistent. I think so. Maybe the best word for it this season. He can score terrific goals like the one he scored at Ibrox against Ross County, but he can also fall out of games. Quite often, you found it. Stephen Gerrard would keep him on whether he was good, bad or indifferent. I don't think he quite gets that luxury with Giovanni Van Bronckhorst. Um, I think Van Bronckhorst will probably have worked with him. Roy Mackay, Dave Voss, the coaches will have worked with him to try and bring a consistency to his game and also explain the difference in his role from the sort of number 10 position that he played under Stephen Gerrard to more of an orthodox winger that I think Giovanni Van Bronckhorst wants him to be. I actually think he can be as good in that position as he can be in the number 10 position. So I think George is right. This could be a big run to the end of the season for Ryan Kent. And this could be a big night for him too. I accept I have plucked one of many stats and I'm not for mm. a second suggesting Ryan Kent's having a bad season or anything like it. Everybody likes goals, don't they? Everybody mm. likes numbers. He's got two and 20 this season. He'll look for more than that, won't he? And I think once he scored actually at home to St. Johnston, the manager said as much after the game. Yeah, of course we'll look for more. Um, even Aloy's asked to play a different position now for that number 10 role, as Roger was saying. I like him the way Dara Gordon. I like him on that touchline. I think he gives Rangers that threat if they get the ball to him. He can go by a defender. He can come inside. He can play a wall pass. He can, he's can. he he's got a lot of abilities, Ryan Kent. They need to get him on the ball. Sometimes in the number 10 role, he sort of switches off a little bit for me. Whereas in this role out in the wide areas, the way that Van Bronckhorst likes to play with the width and the pace, he'll be getting plenty of the ball tonight. I think it will be a big end of the season for him because he's certainly a talent. What does that say about Joe Aribo's trajectory, George, that all of a sudden, or not all of a sudden, but this season compared to other seasons, he's now the the, the main man that, that you're sort of missing um, when he's not in the team? struggle to see how we can cope without him. And I'm just hoping that Ryan Kent can take over. 
Yeah, I mean, that's fair. I get that, trying to fill those boots. Um, what, what do you make of the decision to play James Sands, George? How, how are you feeling about seeing him? Sands is an untried guy, and I don't really know a lot about him. Mm-hmm. But um, I think he'll do a job. Yeah, I mean, certainly a lot of faith been shown, oh. that's for sure. Well, Maeda and Hati didn't see him. See, I guess run that by <laughs> me again. I know, I know. Bless you. You've been getting it right Hatati. all night, so I don't know what happened. Okay, well, sorry, my apologies, Hatati. Um, they made their debuts last night, and Celtic fans are on here raving about them. Sands, the days are gone, they're coming into the big club, sitting on the bench, waiting for your opportunity. Aribo's not there. He's had a couple of weeks to settle in. All of a sudden, the manager thinks, yeah, you've been doing well in training. I believe in you. Great venue to go and play. Great atmosphere. I think that, the, you know, the days going of people blending into the team are gone. Get them in there, hit the ground running, see what you've got. There are some very interesting pieces of team news out there. I was so just thinking, I was just looking at them, Gordon. We've already spoken about John Souter. He starts for Hearts. Tony Watt's situation is a lot more simple You'd expect him to start for Dundee United He does not He is on the bench And St Mirren fans I've got some bad news for you There is no Jamie McGrath Anywhere in that St Mirren squad Tonight Does that look like he's heading elsewhere? Pick up the phone Give us all your thoughts Whether it's Celtic last night John Souter, Tony Watt Jamie McGrath You pick Let's hear from you Beat the pundit With the Scottish Sun For the best football news And opinion online Thescottishsun.co.uk Slash football Come on then Beat the pundit time It's your chance To take on Roger Hanna Or Gordon DL Seven questions Right out of seven For Hugh Keevans Last night Look at oh He was, he was <laughs> punching the air Because he thought I was talking about him Last week <laughs> Hugh Keevans Seven oh, out of seven God. Last night Outstanding So the bar has been set If you want to take on Roger or Gordon Dial 01419511025 Before 7 And your chance to beat the pundit is next Tackle the headlines 01419511025 Played 1 Super Scoreboard Roger Hanna, Gordon DL Both here, both ready to take your calls Whether it's Celtic's performance last night Rangers trip to Aberdeen Tony Watt not starting for Dundee United John Souter getting a start for Hearts Or anything else you think we've missed Pick up that phone I'm getting tweets here about Jamie McGrath as well So we'll get to that And everything else If you pick up the phone right now Beat the Pundit With the Scottish Sun For the best football news and opinion online Thescottishsun.co.uk Slash football Come on then Beat the Pundit It's 1-0 to the listeners No it's not 1-0 to the pundits I'm talking rubbish It was 7 A 7 For Whoa. Hugh Keevans last night Things you never thought you would see uh, Gavin is in York Hill How's it going Gavin? Yeah good thanks You've, had a, good. you've had a good week already Gavin Because you're a Celtic fan So I'm assuming you enjoyed last night Yeah I was over the moon It was a cracking performance I'm um, really impressed by the debuts Of Hitati and Maeda So all good Hopefully it continues I could draw a tenuous link to this being Gavin's debut on Beat the Pundit and will it be as good a debut as Hitati had yeah. I won't. I won't go there I won't, I won't Who had the so better long. night last night Rio Hitati or Hugh Keevans? Hitati You think so? Yeah Hugh got 7 out of 7 though Ah but Hitati was doing it in front of 60,000 Hugh well, was doing it in front oh, of a couple of hundred thousand Yeah yeah, that's fair point. Yeah, yeah I'll give it to old Shoggy then. Yeah. No, serious note though, Gavin, they, they hit the ground running, didn't they? Yeah, they did, yeah. It was brilliant. Can't complain. Yeah, we'll see what happens in the next couple of weeks. It's going to be fascinating. Heads, though, you will play Roger tonight. Tails, you will play Gordon DL. And it's heads, I'm afraid. It's Roger Hanna. He does start on minus one, though, Gavin. All the best, Gavin. So if you get through them quickly, um, 
see what we can do Let's give Roger Hanna something else to listen to at the moment uh, Right Gavin, I know you've never played before I'm sure you've heard it 30 seconds Answer as many questions if you can If you don't know, pass and move on, okay? Yep, no worry Let's do it, 30 seconds starts now Which Scotsman has played the most minutes for Rangers this season? Pass Who scored Celtic's opener last night? Maeda St Mirren's Connor Ronan is on loan from which English top flight side? Pass Name a Scottish club that Pat Nevin played for Motherwell Who won the FIFA Best Men's Player Award last night? Lewandowski Who was the most recently appointed manager in the Scottish Premiership? Pass Which country did Giovanni Van Bronckhorst play against in the 2010 World Cup Final? Spain Who is Hearts' top scorer this season? Uh, what's his name? Go on, throw an aim at me is it gone? No, I can't think right, gone. Let's bring Roger Hanna back uh, Roger, can you hear us? Yeah, I'm back Same set of questions 30 seconds Your time starts now Which Scotsman has played the most minutes for Rangers so far this season? Alan McGregor Who scored Celtic's opener last night? Dyson Maida St Mirren's Conor Ronan is on loan from which English top flight side? Wolves Name a Scottish club Pat Nevin played for Clyde who won FIFA Best Men's Player Award last night? Lewandowski Who was the most recently appointed manager in the Scottish Premiership? Sean Maloney What country did Giovanni Van Bronckhorst play against in the 2010 World Cup Final? Spain And who is Hearts' top scorer this season? Liam Boyce What's the verdict, Gavin? Yeah, well done, Roger Hanna That was a good effort <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Gav When you know, you know Oh you know you know But do you know what I, I thought Gavin was fine But you can just tell you know, Roger's got the bit Between his teeth Even if I don't know if he started On minus yeah. three tonight If it would make a difference Right um, Alan McGregor Is the answer to number one So he, I'm afraid he Pulls level if you like Gavin That's his, his minus one wiped out Gavin uh, Well Gavin you dies in Maida So yeah, still, Well that's a hard one eh? We're still level at this point mm-hmm. um, Connor Ronan is from Wolves So Roger um, Goes in front But there was Listen Gavin was scrapping away He knew that Pat Nevin Played for Motherwell Kilmarnock Clyde mm. He knew Lewandowski mm. So he's hanging in there Until Roger Hanna Got Sean Maloney Gavin also knew That Van Bronckhurst Played against Spain Britain. But so did Roger Hanna mm-hmm. And Gavin did not know uh, That Liam Boyce Was Hearts top scorer And Roger did He got everyone right He got 8 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8 Anything you can do Roger can do better yeah. Unbelievable is it, is it that Just that one strand of hair That's coming down The middle of your foot <laughs> <laughs> Did that Did that <laughs> Is that what gives him his power Did you Just that one strand I, I wish people could have seen that I think I think my, my power has been diminished I'm afraid to close my eyes now In case Gordon no, takes no, my no, photograph well, I thought you were bringing A new lucky chairman Gavin you can't complain at that can you You got four which is perfectly respectable That would probably be enough to beat Gordon DL No I was okay Yeah I, I was pretty happy with that And I did have Liam Boyce in my head I, I know you can get him out, But it still wouldn't have been enough Gavin but, uh, it was a pleasure that. to speak to you Well done. the best Gavin Cheers right, Cheers lads Unlucky Gavin bye Unbelievable so We'll see if you could get the ten Because the last twice this has happened I think it was It was Andy Halliday and Hugh so I can't remember But they got like seven Daz last, last uh, It was you sorry Sorry we pushed you for the ten <laughs> there's, no, do you know, there's absolutely no credit In this studio whatsoever It just surprises uh, me That surprised me as well But we pushed you for the ten You couldn't do I it I got nine Same with Hugh last night Let's see if you can do it Roger right. Name either Dundee United player Who's received a red card this season ah, Callum Butcher. Butcher And which side Finished bottom Of the Scottish Championship Last season 
Arnawa. Oh, look at that. Ten get out ten? of ten. I don't remember last time anyone did that. Mm. Superb. I'm, honestly, I'm just glad you're one of these strands of here. He's I refreshed think. after the. <laughs> 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 it's, it's amazing how quickly he removed it. He went sweep. He's refreshed after Bobby the, the, the winter break. That's what it is. Oh, he's back. He's back. He's been on the training ground. He's. Yeah, that's his job, isn't it? He sits there in the office and. Uh, the only one I never got was the Wolves one. I Connor Ronan. Yeah, I struggled mm. with that. Right, okay. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Celtic fans, still time to get your thoughts on last night's performance in. Uh, so let's hear that, please. Maeda, Hatati, Starfield, anything else that jumped out at you? Get your thoughts in right now. Rangers fans, how are you feeling about tonight? We've got Tony Watt on the bench for Dundee United. We've got John Souter starting for Hearts. No Jamie McGrath for St Mirren. <laughs> Uh, there is a lot going on you there two, You two have been very good You've not even mentioned The Motherwell team yet Jordan Roberts Making a start he's, he's, For the first time we'll As a permanent Motherwell player We'll get to them um, David Healy's on Twitter He says um, It's not bad news in my eyes About McGrath Not being in the squad His level has dropped His head obviously turned I just want cash for him In January now So no Jamie McGrath For St Mirren tonight Roger is Is that <laughs> How big a sign is that That he's on his way uh, Listen I fancy they would go At some stage During this window Aberdeen Who are obviously were Watching tonight Dave Galloway's watching them Against Rangers They they were quoted Wigan Athletic I think uh, Perhaps leading the fight Birmingham City Were mentioned as well As, as po- you know, a possible Landing point for him He's a Republic of Ireland International Who has come to St Mirren And really improved His game and he will move on He will make himself a deal more money Than he's making in Paisley just now And St Mirren will get a bit of money for him That they can reinvest in the team And hopefully Jim Goodwin can get the players in That he feels can strengthen St Mirren For the second half of the season Because the way it is At the bottom of the league just now They're not that far away from the drop zone And they're in poor form um, So I think that's a big blow um, Especially... Away from home I think you need your best players He'll be looking to get a good result under his belt Jim And start to kick uh, Start his season again Get it going Because they're poor They've been really really poor Gordon um, So yeah You lose one of your best players But uh, If he was available tonight I don't care I'd be playing him Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five On the phone Stephen Is a Motherwell fan Now he's from Cambus Lang But it also says On the way to the game so if he's still in campus lying, mm. we're in trouble. I assume you're somewhere up the A9, Stephen. No, I walked to Dingwall, Gordon. <laughs> <laughs> um, you and I know that's not way, true. By the way, was, was Gordon DL's New Year's resolution? He sounded like he knew what he was talking about. 10 out of 10, don't believe it. I know. Well, no, he, that was Roger. Gordon got seven last week. He's not capable of 10, unfortunately. Hey, progress, progress. That's all I want. That's all I want. It's a step in the right but direction. No. What are you expecting tonight then? Life after Tony Watt, what does it look like? Um, I'm a bit disappointed at the squad, to be honest. I mean, I came on here the other night and I was singing Graham Alexander's praises, um, but I don't think we have enough attacking threat on the bench. I mean, we've got Justin Amalouz up there and Connor Shields, who he's so, he's so good to see, but in terms of Justin, he's not really had a run in the team yet. I was hoping to see maybe Ross Tierney on the bench and Liam Shaw, but they two have not been named in the squad. And I don't know why we've named two goalkeepers. That's a bit uh, mystifying to me, so... So, yeah, I suppose um, it's that nine substitutes. Um, remember, Stephen, that makes a good point. Liam Shaw, Ross Tierney, um, two of Motherwell's January recruits. He thought at least a place on the bench, Roger. 
Yeah, I'm quite surprised at that myself. I have to say, um, Liam Shaw was was speaking to the media yesterday ahead of the game. That's usually an indicator that they're going to be involved in in some shape or form. So uh, I don't know whether listen, he's maybe picked up a little knock overnight or something like that. It's the same with Tierney. Um, but you, you have to remember as well, Motherwell were going well before the winter break. Um, Graham Alexander, I think, has got a couple of Manager of the Month awards. Uh, they won that game in Boxing Day at home to Livingston. So they're, they're not maybe. In the same need of, you know, sticking new players in. What, what did Gabriel say? Five or six changes for St Johnson, the bottom side. Well, one don't need to do that. They were in a good place before the break. I think Graham Alexander trusts the players that, that he's got, and they'll just be looking to pick up Roger, where they left I, I, off. I've got to admit, I'd be surprised if there's not a reason that one of them ain't on the bench. You bring two new players in, Shaw coming in from Celtic. Nine uh, subs as well. Nine subs, and they put two goalkeepers. There must be a reason behind that, Gordon. I'll be very surprised if they're not, but there must be. How about that mother will team in full? Liam Kelly in goal, Stephen O'Donnell, Solholm, Mugabe, McGinley across the back, Goss, Maguire, and Donnelly in midfield, Roberts, Willery, Van Veen. So that's what the strike force looks like um, after Tony Watts. Happy enough with. With that, Stephen, does a Tony Watt replacement need to be signed? Is that person Zach Rudden? How do you see the, the attack looking between now and the end of the season? In my opinion, yes. In my opinion, you cannot lose a top goal scorer in the week and not replace him. Um, just if I can, guys, I'm actually up here in Dingwall. I've got my YouTube channel. It's called The Different View. I'm starting to go around and review clubs' disabled facilities because I think there's more that needs to be done for disabled fans. So it's a different view on one word on YouTube. And as you know, Gordon, there's a wee interview on there with you as well. If I can just get that don't, in. Don't, don't, don't let that put people off, Stephen, for goodness sake. Um, tell us a little bit get, Tell us a bit more about that. I certainly don't mind you mention it. What, how challenging is it to go to the different disabled facilities? Is it something that Scottish football needs to do better at? For me, I would have, I would have expected them to put, if it was going to put anyone... Corner Shields in for the start because I'm sure they started the last game. Um, so, oh, I'm giving you the chance to plug your YouTube channel here, and you're banging on about Corner Shields. I think they may struggle tonight. Honestly, what's this guy? He's, he's, he's gone. He's, he's not listening to me, Stephen. 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 Can you hear me, Stephen? He's gone. I'm going to take that as a no. No, he's still there. Stephen, are you back? I'm giving you the chance to plug your YouTube channel and you're banging on about Connor Shields. Tell us about the disabled facilities at the games. What are the challenges you face? So basically, you see tonight, particularly the Ross County vlog that's going to go out on Thursday, that um, we can be stuck in the corner sometimes and when we're attacking towards that end, you can't really see. So it's like they just knew. This is the same with a lot of clubs. I don't want to think that I'm getting to Ross County here because there's, there's a few that are the same. It's as if they just stick you where they can. If you look at the vlog that I released tonight, it's in James's Park, you're elevated, you're above the bar, there's a much better view. And again, as I say, that's a different view on one word than I plan to take it, not just to the UK, all across Europe, to see how we can compare that. I don't want to get at Scottish clubs. What I want to do is I want to help them. I want to help them get better. And I'm looking to have a go at them. I know that Ross County have just come up um, into the Premiership. Uh, uh, about a decade ago maybe So maybe they need pointers As to how they can improve their facilities And that's what I'm hoping to do I'm looking to slam people Because I know they can only work With the space that they've got Good on you You're the man to drive forward this change I'm sure Stephen Well done That was Stephen From Canvas Lang In Dingwall 
partly on about Connor Shields and want to give his YouTube I think, channel I, I think your worst nightmare could be sitting next to that boy in the way home from Dingwall tonight he'll be excited <laughs> if Muller will win won't he yeah if the he's a good lad he's a very good lad uh, a tough game Roger I just can't quite get a, a full grasp on Ross County they certainly seem better than 10th than and in fact the recent results would tell you that, that they are better than than that although Harry Clark's now left for Hibs as well um they, they're, they're good enough to stay up aren't they I think they're good enough to stay up I, I, I've banged on about this before I've said it as a few times any time I've seen them they've actually quite impressed me and I, I think they could kick on I think they maybe need and it's going to sound off because they scored five at Dens Park I think they maybe need somebody who can get them the goals in the second half of the season um, that's going to be the difference among those those bottom I'm going to say bottom five I think the United and seventh are too good to get sucked into Particularly now Tony Watts on the premises But Livingston, St Mirren, Ross County, Dundee, St Johnson They'll be the five scrapping to avoid those bottom two places And if you can find somebody who's going to get you Maybe even eight goals between now and the end of the season That might be enough to keep you safe uh, Let's check in with Gabriel quickly Just just a brief one from Gabriel Any sort of reception either way for John Souter When the teams come out to warm up Gabriel? Yeah, well, Hearts ran out as a team and they're doing their warm-up now. As he did come out, there were a few boos, two or three, one or two expletives. But in the main, on the whole, it was a show of support. Whether it's for Suter or for the team, uh, there was cheers and applause. The teams are about to head in now, about 30 minutes away from kickoff. So whether Suter gets a different reception when his name is read out, we'll have to wait and see. But the Gorgie faithful are fully behind their team here in Edinburgh well Martin's a Hearts fan you heard it there Martin a, a few boos when, when John Suter ran out maybe that's no surprise what do you make of the the decision to play him tonight I reckon the, the majority of fans will still be behind him because see at the end of the day he's still a Hearts player and he's paying his wages and he's a professional and I think the type of guy John Suter is still good and he's all over the team but I know you didn't actually want to lose like any of your best players to any other team in your league but it's, it's a short career it's Probably a lot of financial implications for him to go there. You know, probably paying more for weekend. You know, but as I say, he's he's a professional player. He'll still go and do a job for Hearts the end of the season. Or you see, the Rangers come up with some money prior to that. I wish him well. I wish him on his way. You know. Does this change in any way, Martin, when Rangers play Hearts? You know, to, yeah. <laughs> Does that become a different discussion? That's a different discussion, mate. I as it stands right here, right now, that's how I feel, eh? Gordon. Yeah, it will be different uh, when <laughs> if John Shooter's not out of the building he lines up against Rangers. But I agree with Martin. I think the majority of the fans will realise that it's a short-lived career. The boy's had a lot of bad injuries as well, Gordon, and he's, he's he's done terrifically well to get to where he is now. He's a Scotland internationalist. He's got an opportunity to go to Rangers, probably earn more money as well. Yeah, I'm sure a Hearts fans would probably about it. Yeah, I'm sure a Hearts fans would have loved to have seen him going down south, but at the end of the day, he's decided that he wants to play his football at Rangers, and I wish him all the best. He's a very good player. Thanks, Martin. It'll be interesting to see how that goes tonight. Before we take any more calls, let me mark your card. With this Clyde One Super Scoreboard Golden Goals Right last night we launched This brand new competition here On Clyde One Super Scoreboard And you could win a huge cash prize At the end of the season It's called Super Scoreboard's Golden Goals right? It's very very simple Every single time Celtic or Rangers Score between now And the end of the season 
We're going to add at least £250 into the cash pot And I mean League, Scottish Cup or in Europe Whenever they score, we add more cash Now we actually started the pot at £1,000 as well before last night Celtic scored twice You don't need a calculator to figure out We're now sitting at £1,500, £250 Per goal So tonight Same story Rangers face Aberdeen Anytime Rangers score Another £250 Gets chucked into the pot And at the end of the season One very very lucky person Will win the entire cash amount So don't miss this out Get your phone out right now You might as well And enter for your chance To win every single penny Of this huge tax free pies All you need to do Is text GOAL To 61025 So literally G-O-A-L to 61025 It's £2 Plus your standard message rate Over 18s only The full terms and online entry Are at Clyde1.com Scottish Cup final day Saturday 21st of May 6pm That's when the lines close Goodness knows What that cash pot Will be sitting at by then A lot I would imagine But don't wait till then Go and enter right now For your chance to win At the end of the season Text GOAL to 61025 Taking your calls On Scottish football 0141 951 1025 This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard Roger Hanna And Gordon Diel Are here at 0141 951 1025 Or it's Twitter At Clyde SSB Building up to five huge games in the top flight this evening Looking back on one big game in the top flight last night as well It is all happening So pick up that phone And let us know what's on your mind We are about to look back again at the Celtic game with William On the line Let me give you tonight's teaser Though very topical uh, I like this one It's been sent in by Chris Who wants to know Can you name Since 2010-11 10 players who've played For Rangers And for Aberdeen It's that simple However However, it does not include current squad members of Rangers, yeah? It doesn't include current Rangers squad members, so we've chopped out a couple of obvious ones. Yeah. Not Rangers squad members. It does not include current Rangers squad members so. since 2010-11. Name the last 10 who've played for both Rangers and Aberdeen, not including yeah. current Rangers squad members. A bit. Uh, yes Bates well done He's just been on the TV Easy Ma- one for you McCrory. He was sitting next to David Bates Another easy one for you Yeah, That was, okay. bad. That was bad timing For your quiz question Gordon It really was keep, keep, yeah. Hold on Hold on The TV keeps going uh, What about Stephen Wright Who is Stephen Wright is it, oh. Yeah Stephen Wright Was a right back Who played for mm. Aberdeen and Rangers But I think your timing's A bit out Not since 2010-11 Now in the Rangers Coaching staff For the kids I think No Stephen. but This is, this I'm is not the thing here years. You've given him too much credit. Unfortunately, I am more on his wavelength. I think he's just got an, he's got the name wrong. You mean Scott Wright, who's in the Rangers squad? Yeah. No, no, I meant Stephen no, Wright. You didn't. In the you, didn't. you didn't. Can I give you Richard Foster? You can. Let's yes. leave it there then. That's three of the ten. Foster, McCrory, Bates. Can you name? What about you lot out there? Can you name the ten players since 2010-11 who've played for Rangers and Aberdeen? Does not include Rangers current squad members. Bates, McCrory, Foster. Seven more If you like the sound of that If you want the credit The glory like Chris Who sent tonight's teaser in The address you need is Fulltime At Clyde1.com Fulltime At Clyde1.com Let's speak to William Who's a Celtic fan Sum up last night William what pleased you the most? Hello good evening guys How are you doing? Good thank you uh, I think it was a good game to watch You know it was good to be at Two teams want to play You know two teams want to play football Impressed with Maloney's style of play, you know, they keep the ball really well. Uh, just the cutting edge, there was a problem with them, you know. They, they, they were brave on the ball, though, which you don't see a lot of uh, teams coming to Parkhead and uh, keeping the ball and being able to pass. I like, I like 
I like the boys in midfield, and I think Henderson might struggle to get into that midfield, you know. But I'd like to talk about Hatati. Uh, I think the best compliment I can give for uh, Hatati is he played. He played. He played the position uh, the way McGregor plays the position. Uh, so I think that's the best compliment I can give him. You know, with, with McGregor sitting a wee bit deeper, uh, Hatati played that sort of a de- uh, more attacking role. When I think he played it the way McGregor would have played it, you know. So I think that's probably the, the biggest compliment I can give Hatati. Uh, Maeda looks looks a wee bit more physical than. Uh, uh, Furahasi, he looks as if he looks as if he could put himself about and he leads the line really well, you know. And he's obviously got that pace over the first uh, first five ten yards, so he looks like he will score plenty of goals as well. And there's a wee point about uh, Starfield as well. I was I was impressed. I thought it was one of one of Starfield's best games last night. I thought it was something that probably went out. Uh, Overlooked last night, there was a ball over the tap on the side, and uh, Boyle was getting on it. And Starfelt read it, read it really well, and put it for a shine. I thought that boy, that boy played well there. You know, he, he played really well. He was first to have the ball as well. So mm. I thought it was a great game to watch and a, a good advert for the game. Let's talk a bit about Maeda. That William says, you know, that his sort of physical attributes. A lot's been said about Hatati um, and his performance last night. What did you make of Maeda? I mean. <laughs> Instant impact, obviously. Yeah. But what about more generally, overall? Um, I don't think he had the impact um, of Hatati, uh, but he got the goal, which is so, so important for a striker to get that first goal. He looks like he's got unbelievable pace, Gordon. Uh, where William was talking about uh, Maloney's bravery of his team playing out for the back, when you've got Strikers of that pace It closes you down that quickly It causes all sorts of problems I thought his work rate was brilliant as well Look, he's settling into the team He gets his goal At home Front of 60,000 Great start for him He will be a big influence In that Celtic side, no doubt Is that as important, Roger As what he does on the ball? I get that you know people fall in love with football To see what happens generally on the ball But the game's just evolved so much And it's, I mean, like I say, it's, it's, every, it's every bit as important, especially the way Ange Postacoglu wants to play. He needs to be able to have guys like Maeda doing what he does off the ball. So it's easy to say last night, yeah, he got his goal, maybe didn't, f- for some people, would, would you know, say wasn't that involved after, but he is. It's, it's the running, it's the movement, it's, it's the pressing that that's going to make him picked in that team. Yeah, it's not just Ange Postacoglu. I think there's that expectation now at top-level clubs that... You do need to do as much off the ball as you do on the ball. You know, you hear people saying they're very well coached without the ball, and you think that's a ridiculous thing to say. But but it's actually true. It's the way they work. It's the way they lead the press. The centre forward in that front three will always lead the press and take the rest with him. Uh, so he needs to work hard. You saw how hard Kyogo worked in the in the first half of the season. There's not just an expectation that there's a real demand that you need to bring that work ethic. Goals, listen, Daz will tell you, strikers are always judging goals. It was a great start for Days and Maida last night. But you also are judged nowadays by the way you work for the team and what you contribute without the ball. Uh, let's hear a bit from Sean Maloney, actually, as William was nice enough to come on and praise the way Hibs tried to go about it last night. 
I can take a lot really. Um, start with the mentality to go 2-0 down and still try and play the way that we did. Really, really pleased with that. And actually some of our play, really, um, in the first couple of thirds thought we were very good. I think moving forward we have to try and use that to then create more more chances. I think uh, at times really, really good. It was almost that final bit. We had to be more aggressive. We had to take those 1v1s. Or, um, and I think that was maybe the difference a little bit tonight. I think lots of really good things today up until that final part. Now to come here and do that at Celtic Park is not easy. I don't think uh, there's no team has done that domestically. So what we now have to do is we have to use that to then go and create chances, score goals. Um, but again, it's the third game. I would want it and was desperate for it today. Frustrated at times, but I can't I can't be unhappy with the players. They came and done this tonight. And um, considering we went 2-0 down as well early, like I'm... Uh, I can't be anything but really proud of them. Uh, William, I think the hope, obviously, for Celtic fans was that when Kiel goes out, Maeda can come in and do that job, or indeed they can play together. Um, are you fearful that this Kyogo injury could last a bit longer than, than you first anticipated? Uh, I hope no. I think, uh, obviously, with the full season he played, you know, I think he's probably played a year without a break, you know. So I don't know. I don't know if it's more to do with the uh, fatigue rather than uh, uh, an injury that 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 can't be that that can't be solved in a couple of weeks, you know. But I'm home. I mean, I don't think Angel changes system, you know. So I, I think I think Mieda and and, and Kyogo on the same side might be might ha- might have to change his system, you know. But I, he plays that four three three, so I don't know if uh, one of them could play wide. I know he's had Keogh go on the left, uh, but I think we've got plenty of cover on the way, on the way with Jotter coming back, and obviously with Forrest. Thought Forrest played really well last night, and all. Uh, so I think I, I'm hoping I'm hoping that we'll probably I think we'll probably see the best of these players maybe next year. You know, I don't think. Uh, I think the problem is with them, they've had a full season and they're going into another season straight away. So I think we'll, once they get a rest over the summer, they, they, they will maybe see a better of them for uh, the next season rather than this season. Yeah. You know? Ange Postacoglu says the business done means that he is more confident in the squad being able to cope without Kyogo. Uh, the manager confirmed the striker will miss some weeks after an injury setback. Don't get me wrong. I'd, I'd much rather Kyogo was available and playing. You know, he's 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 been outstanding. He's been a star, and you know, we'd, I'd much rather have him in the team. But you know, the whole idea of sort of recruiting in this January window was to we need a, a stronger squad. I, I thought, you know, the the back end of the first half of the season, we did really well, but we were running on fumes. You know, we <clears throat> we had a, a lot of players who were sort of keep putting out there that were just, you know, not a hundred percent, but they kept you know putting their hand up to play and. Yeah, you know, we 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 kind of got ourselves through that, but we couldn't do that again. So, hopefully, you know, getting the guys in, the new guys in, and also getting some back from injury and, and being able now to rotate the squad through this early part, especially, is going to be important for us. I mean, one reading of it, Roger, would be he's keeping his cards close to his chest. Another would be, well, he simply doesn't know. So, what, what do you want him to say? How do you want him to put a a time frame on it? Now, Boxing Day was over three weeks ago. It's now still being described as some weeks. We can at least, I think, assess now that it's a it's a fairly significant hamstring injury. Yeah, it seems to be. Um, David Turnbull got hurt, if you remember, the week before in the League Cup final against Hibernian, and from there was going to be out for a couple of months. So even if it's not quite as bad as David Turnbull's injury, it could well keep him out. You know, they used to say it's, it's a hamstring; it will be six weeks. It may have to be six weeks from the Boxing Day game at Perth. Or maybe even longer, Gordon Just listening to, to the way Ange Postacoglu is describing it 
Yeah, but, but the difference now is, Gordon, I think they've got good cover as yep, much as Kyogia the is the, their top player. I think they've got good cover in there. Jack Marcus come on last night. I thought he looked lively as well, yeah, Gordon. Yeah, not mentioned him um, yet. Yeah, so he's, he's got players there. He's got a decent squad. You look at the strength of the bench now. So they're in the right direction. There's no doubt. Interesting that. to see, though, you say there's plenty there. With these World Cup call-ups yeah. ahead of the old fungi, what nick will, will the two teams be? You know, Joe Arie will still be away in the Africa Cup of Nations. It looks as if Nigeria are going to get through their group into the knockout stages and could Celtic, but without... I know how the Gucci isn't in the Japan squad at the minute, but could they miss Hatate and Maeda and Tom Rogic because of, of these Asian and Oceanian qualifiers? Uh, thank you, William. John is a Rangers fan from Parkhead. What are you most excited about seeing from your Rangers team tonight, John? Hi Gordon, Gordon. Hello, Roger. Uh, Hi John. Two, two points. Uh, obviously, my first point was to get to, to tonight's game. I'm quietly confident we're going back in the road with the three points. Uh, good to see the young boy Sands making his debut. But the one for me is uh, is Alfredo Morelos. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been watching a couple of clips on the kind of Rangers TV, and I'm, I'm astonished at the amount of kind of the body weight, the body kind of. I'm not saying the fat, but the body weight that he's the fat he's lost. You're not, you're not saying fat, but you are yeah. saying fat. Aye. That's you know alright I mean? I mean, That's okay No listen I think I think you're right I think lots of Rangers fans John have seen these clips Of him sort of training And so on And feel like he is Looking trimmer That's that's fine um, To acknowledge Roger And I think John's got a good point Doesn't he You look at the, the goals return Under Giovanni van Bronckhurst And probably The first transfer window In a long time Where there's not actually Been any speculation About Alfredo Morelos That stuff's gone away And you know Maybe it is Easier, I don't know, for him to, to focus and get the head down a little bit. Yeah, I think he, he certainly looks as if he's been up at Ravens Craig at six in the morning with a dazzler, give, giving it a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he is in a good place. We mentioned earlier on in the Zumba. show, John. Is that what time Zumba's on? Is it six Zumba, in the morning? Yeah. <laughs> the mind boggles. Uh, no, we were saying earlier on the show, John, not long before Stephen Gerrard left, Morelos was coming in for real stick, and Rangers fans were phoning in here saying, Get him out of the team, get Sakala in, get Roof in, get Defoe in, get anybody in. And we just made the point that at that stage, Morelos wasn't doing the things that he's good at. He wasn't getting between the goalposts, getting in the end of crosses, flashing in shots, troubling defenders. Defenders love to see a centre forward going away from the goal. And that's what he was doing. He was getting too deep. He was getting involved in link-up play and there was nobody going beyond him. And I think when Broncos very quickly came in and just told him, Go and do what you're good at. Go and score goals. Go and stand up there where you're going to be between the posts and when a Tavernier or a Barisic or a Ryan Kent push, puts those balls into the box, you make sure you're there to put the ball in the net. And he has looked transformed. He's looked almost back to his best under Van Bronckhurst. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how he does tonight, Gordon. He's obviously, as people have noticed, probably worked in his fitness as well, his sharpness. Um that all goes well for Rangers if they can create the chances because you know he's an actual goal so he can get goals for you um, and if he's at his best and sharpest then I think he'll be a real threat tonight and you'll see him probably having a good end to the season because I think he's he's buying into Van Bronckhorst's way of playing. Uh, what else is on your mind, John? Hi, Gordon. Just, Gordon, just say before I go into the second mm-hmm. point, I think, I think maybe the boy Roy Mackay's got a bit of luck today, but yeah, Roy, Roy, Roy Mackay was not a bad striker in his day, Gordon, I mean. He was all right, Gordon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he'll, he, he'll do. Of course he'll do. And it's great the fact that he can get in there and have the two weeks of working with the strikers, Gordon, because that's what happens. They'll do split training sessions. He'll probably take the strikers, work with them, the movement, finishing. So it's obviously paying off just now. And you go, John. 
on the, on the second point, just to see about uh, Gordon and, and Roger Fink. Obviously, I'm thinking about young, young Nathan Parson. Obviously, Rafa's been, he's, he's been sacked. But I just want to ask you a question. Who, who would have made the, maybe Roger maybe knows a bit better, Roger and Gordon was a manager. But who, who would have made the, the appointment? Was it, was it the manager? Was it the boardroom? Mm. Or have they got a sporting director of football? No, they don't, John. Well, well, you yeah, can answer, Roger. Uh, That's part of the problem yeah, at Everton. Uh, the, club, uh, the club's uh, a bit of a mess. It is part of the problem, John, because there was, I think Marcel Brands was the name of the sporting director down there for a period of time. He's away. The recruitment department seemed to have gone with him. Um, it looked actually as if Rafa Benitez was getting. Carte Blanche to go and sign the players He brought in Mikalenko The left back from Dynamo Kiev He brought in Nathan Patterson from Rangers You're talking Even before add-ons You're talking about £30 million For two young fullbacks And One defeat at Norwich later Out goes Benitez as well Duncan Ferguson in charge Again With some of the youth coaches I think Johnny Brell And um, Alan Kelly And Leighton Baines Have stepped up to help Big Dunk there but th- there is now no real structure to that football department. So I-, I know the point you're making about Nathan. Yeah, but as you say, Duncan Ferguson and now maybe the Scottish influence, a bit more game time. Thank you, John. We're going back to Petaudry ahead of kickoff next. Number one for football in Glasgow and the West. 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Atmosphere will be cranking up nicely at Petaudry. Let's speak to Dave Galloway, get a flavour of the build-up and the team news. Indeed, Gordon, it's great to see fans packed into Petaudry. A, a good crowd here, not quite capacity, but like you say, the atmosphere has been building up very nicely indeed as kickoff edges ever closer. Aberdeen start with Lewis in goals. It's a back four of Ramsey, McCrory, Bates, and Hayes. Midfield, Ojo, Ferguson, and Brown with Hedges and Jenks supporting Ramirez in attack. Rangers have McGregor in goals. It's a back four of Tavernier, Goldson, Bassi and Barisic. Midfield, Haji, Kamara and debutant Sands with Wright, Morelos and Kent up top. And as the teams begin to emerge to thunderous applause here at Petodrick Stadium, the match referee is Kevin Clancy. Oh, I'm looking forward to this one, Roger Hanna. How do you see it going? You can't whack thunderous applause. That's better than normal applause. Fair play, Dave Galloway. Um, Very, very difficult to call. They haven't played for three weeks. Uh, Aberdeen, as we say, got a point at Ibrox earlier in the season. I just think, having watched Celtic perform the way they did last night, Rangers will know there is no margin for error. They will feel they will need all of those six points if they're going to successfully defend the title. I would fancy Rangers 2-1 Gordon I've fallen for this I've fallen for the absence Makes the heart grow fonder It felt like three months It was mm. only three weeks It was such a good start To the game last night End to end I found myself getting Genuinely excited About the return Of top flight football And hopefully more Of the same tonight Yeah I think I think what makes it now Gordon is the fact That the fans are in There's no doubt of that We're all looking forward To the football again We, we like the break To go and look at The lower leagues The championships And you know, League One and League Two in Scotland, but it's all about the top league. It's all about games like this. It's all about sixty thousand at Celtic Park last night. There's a good atmosphere there at Petodre. I think this will be fast and furious. I really do. I think it'll be a hundred mile an hour game. But I just think that Rangers have got the quality. And I'll be interested mm. to see how James Sands does tonight for Rangers in the middle of the park. Like every battle is going to be a good one, but there's just something about when I saw the team lineups there Brown, Ojo, Ferguson up against Sands, Kamara, and Hadji. That could be really interesting. Yeah, um, different sort of players. I think um, physically, I think Aberdeen are a bit more than what Rangers have got. But I just think the Rangers are looking to command that ball tonight. And when they command the ball, then they need footballers on the ball. 
And um, I think they've got that in abundance And that's why I think I'm with Roger I think it'll be a tight game But I think Rangers will and, win this and A really interesting one as well With Nathan Patterson gone There's so much focus now in young Calvin Ramsey a Terrific young right yeah, back yep. at Aberdeen um, So many of his numbers As they talk about nowadays Are attacking numbers It's balls into the box It's chances created It's assists I think tonight will be the biggest examination This young man's had Of his defensive qualities sure. If Rangers can get Ryan Kent onto the ball Should be a cracker We're getting underway I've also made a mistake I got my emails mixed up This was Jerry and Erskine's question So well done to Jerry Oh good Jerry uh, Who sent the question in Thank you to Jerry Since 2010-11 And not from the current Rangers squad Name the 10 players who've played for both Rangers and Aberdeen You've got Bates, McCrory and Foster I'm going to go Greg Stewart Greg Stewart is on the list Well done And I've got one more Dominic Ball Right, somebody's texting you then No I didn't Because Mark Warburton was on the TV And I looked at his team Where did you go? What about You looked at his team? On yeah, because he played under Warburton on, on Google you looked at his team? No, no the telly behind you behind it showed right, you clips okay, sure. um, I got Richard Foster earlier What about the boy in the swap deal? Andreas Felitska Ah, you're showing off now Well done And all the hard ones Played last season for the Dons Florian Camberry Yes oh, I, I think him. most would have forgotten about that Yeah, when I got him Okay, one, two, three, four That's seven You've got three to get We'll get them I'm sure before the end This one has started As have all the matches Ross County, Motherwell Livy Dundee Dundee United, St Mirren Hearts, St Johnston And Aberdeen Rangers I think we we, we touched on, on a few of them Livy Dundee Gordon Diel that, That's a big one, isn't it? Particularly for James McPake's side If you look at that league table yeah, um, I don't fancy St Johnston getting anything tonight But Dundee need to start climbing out that second bottom, Gordon um, Livy at home, I think, is always a difficult, difficult game So I'm going to go for the home side tonight And Dundee United, St Mirren? I think that'll be a hard one I'm surprised that Tony Watt's not starting I really am Dundee United have not been the greatest of form He's uh, also been... Fit and, and, yeah, and playing I, I, Listen I'm sure Tom Coates Will say after the game He only arrived there yesterday He only did his media That's stuff true. At 6 o'clock last true. night yeah. He probably hasn't had A training session with the side Well To be fair I was speaking to him uh, Last week At Ravens Craig And one of probably The last training sessions uh, Involved Motherwell And he finished early Gordon Because I think he had PlayStation the, No 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 I think he had uh, Recovering from Covid um, he felt a bit blowy And he didn't complete the full training session So that may be the point That they'd put him on the bench okay, tonight yeah. But he'll be a big player for him uh, Fair enough uh, Roger, Hannah What else do you make of There are so many ways of spinning this Really if you look at Potentially a big night for Hearts Because If I were a Hearts fan I'd probably think Well I, I know already that Hibs lost last night I would Probably fancy Rangers to, to be favourites And for Aberdeen uh, To lose or, or certainly not win that one Of course Motherwell Are, are still there or thereabouts But th- this could end up Being a big midweek for Hearts Because at home to St Johnston Is on paper A favourable fixture Yeah and it, listen John Souter playing Is the obvious Standout team news But you're drawn To the front three Of Mackay, Stephen Mackay And Ginelli And you think That's three wingers they really need a centre forward And I just wonder Before the end of the month If Hearts could decide To cash in on John Souter And use the money to buy a centre forward Because there's an imbalance to the squad I think they've done well in this window New deals Craig Gordon, Michael Smith, Stephen Kingsley Craig Halkett Are all tied down 
They've got other defenders there who could slot in for Suter. Not as good as Suter, but could slot in. That might allow them to sign the centre forward that would keep them ahead of Motherwell and Hibs and Aberdeen. Uh, I think they call that a trampoline touch from Christian Ramirez, Gordon. We can, I don't know, blame the pitch. It looks quite a good pitch, actually. The ball was fired into him. Uh, first touch, cannons about 20 feet into the air. Have you learned anything in the yeah, opening I've, I've learned it's very, as I said, fast and furious, Gordon. Both teams really desperate to get at it. Obviously, after the, the break, they're fresh, they want to be on the front foot. Um, uh, yeah, it'll take a bit of time to settle in a, again, but you're right. On the, on the evidence of the TV, the pitch looks uh, in very good condition, so no excuses there. But uh, the game just needs to settle down a little bit. Um, as I say, it's very fast and furious. Everybody try to close each other down, not giving an inch away, so... Interesting to see how this develops, but I still think the Rangers have got the better players. Uh, do you miss the the prime Morelos versus prime Scott McKenna battles that we used to get in this fixture, Roger? Yeah, that I was think never that, dull. Yeah, they were both sent off up there for a for a clash down in the corner in front of the away fans two or three years ago. And uh, Morelos versus Aberdeen, Morelos versus McKenna was was a hot ticket. But as you said earlier on the show, Gordon, not only have we stopped talking about Morelos leaving Rangers, but we've stopped. Having a point in every Morelos discussion where we talk about his disciplinary habits, he's improved his discipline beyond all recognition. We could get sent off tonight and leave me with egg in my face, but I think his discipline has improved as he's matured as a person and a player. He just commits a foul and right on there. A free kick. Yeah. Do you know what? Like it's not the end of the world. It was just a just a free kick. But your timing there was unbelievable. Just as you finished the sentence, it barged into the back. And uh, and we've got our first booking of the evening Five minutes in And it's that old frustrating one, Gordon Yanis Hadji trying to block a quick free kick <laughs> How do you feel about those ones? Um, do you think I by the letter of the law? Uh, that's a booking? Uh, because the minute they get the free kick Or the refs give they try and Does get the ref need to give him more time to get back? Uh, no, I don't think I think Hadji knows what he's doing I think Hadji's standing there waiting to block And... I th- if you're Aberdeen You're saying Look we want to go on with the game I'm sure if it was Rangers They'd be looking for a yellow card as well But it's a silly silly should, yellow card should, should I invest in one of those Hadji hairbands To stop the hair coming down Just in the middle of beat the pundit uh, Well I don't think you'll need the full hairband Just no. for that one strand uh-huh. If we can get you a wee bit gel And, and put that up the back You'll be fine Cool yeah, cool Yannis is growing the hair out During the Yeah the seems to be yeah, He's got the old hairband for Christmas uh, Perhaps it, it really is frantic uh, Kevin Clancy Waves play on this time I'm not sure the Rangers fans Will be happy Kamara went down uh, Shot from the edge of the box And it whistles past the post Teddy uh, Jinx I'll that, t- I'll tell McGregor does, looked worried there uh, Does that Hit the edge of the post Roger Or does that just go right by the post no, I, I think I think not. McGregor was If it's on target Oh it does oh, hit the post I'll tell you what Nothing yep. wrong with your eyesight I did not get that From that angle go, at all And I'll tell you what McGregor is rooted. Oh. <gasps> I want McGregor's giving up on that He's rooted to his spot He's not getting anywhere near that So first opportunity to, to Aberdeen uh, Yeah What a goal it would have been It wasn't far away Alan McGregor sort of On his knees by the end of it Thought about getting across it Couldn't get there And it comes back off the post Teddy Jenks head in his hands But Scott Brown's been caught out Trying to play out from the back And Ryan Kent has a go And that's saved by Joe Lewis Lively Well I said uh, Roger One thing I, I, I know it was a long time ago But playing up there No matter when it was You always knew that the game Was going to be fast and furious How and do you both think teams at it? Scott Brown Getting his pocket picked by Ryan Kent There would have gone down In the away section at Pitodry? 
popular well, I think they would have enjoyed that moment Less so when Ryan Kent didn't put his head up And see Alfredo Morelos in a far better position Inside the Aberdeen box And nah, Morelos that, wasn't happy No, no, that's, that's where you're wrong, Roger The petty nature of football in this country It means that you just enjoy, you just enjoy that moment And you just forget about the rest Okay That's What does Hugh Keevans always tell you? We're running spite, malice and mistrust mm. He says It's the wisest thing he's ever said uh, right, I don't think we've got any goals um, in any of our other games Scott McMahon's been booked For bringing down Henderson uh, For Dundee United What else? Oh my goodness Dundee have made a sub already A sub? Uh, yeah Elliot on for Marshall So Cammy Kerr moving across to left back uh, Obviously forced off uh, There there was a clash of heads early on At Motherwell uh, At Ross County Sorry against Motherwell But I don't think Any Any damage Any lasting damage done have we seen anything much of James Sands yet? Has this eight minutes no, passed him by? No, I think I think um, Stephen Glass will be the happier here, Gordon. They've already had a good effort come off the post. Uh, they're getting at Rangers. They're not letting Rangers settle that. That's their game plan. Uh, they've got a nice free kick here. They've tried to work it into the box, but good defending. And it's not just Hadji's here. Ban Johnny Hayes has gone for peroxide during the, the winter break. Yeah. Sort of Gaza 90s Yeah in. Romania team 1998 Coming back to his work He's here a different colour Can you imagine that? I know, I know the, the thought of it <laughs> <laughs> Anyway uh, Right let's round off the teaser Before we go We're looking for three more players Who've played for Rangers And Aberdeen Since 2010-11 It does not include The current Rangers players Like Ryan Jack And Scott Wright So you've got Bates, McCrory, Foster You've got Dominic Ball, Andres Felicka, Flo Camberry, who's the other one again? Maya Greg Stewart. Mm. We're going to join effort here. Greg Wilde? Greg Wilde is on the list. Scored a stunning goal, didn't he, for Dumbarton at the weekend. What about Shani Aluko? Aluko is a brilliant answer. Jack brilliant. already sent that one in. Uh, John Souter's getting booed every time he touches the ball, just for your information. Mm. Any more for any more? I'm struggling now, Rod. Are you? What about What have you got one more? Yeah. What about Stephen Smith? There we go. Not that hard, is it? The fullback? Yes. Yeah. Did he go to Aberdeen? He did. Oh, I never got that one. Well Easy done, as that. It's done. Do you know, I've not even played the the, the the music yet. Well done. Not one start. Well done, one strand. Just means you've got another <laughs> you've got another thirty seconds or so <laughs> to fill. Give me two bits. <laughs> It's at Aberdeen attacking again Another free, a, kick. A free kick oh. Yeah They've taken this one short And tried to catch Rangers out Yeah but it was a bad touch to... actually I don't think the, the second player Was expecting it to come Short to him I like that Chaos factor If you don't know what you're doing How can the opposition Possibly judge it um, But Aberdeen certainly On the attack at the moment Yeah Gordon, very much so yeah, they're, they're, they're right at Rangers just now As I said, Gordon, the game starts at 100 mile an hour It'll need time to settle down Rangers just need to see this out a little bit Because Aberdeen starting to throw a few balls in that box Asking questions of the defence So far, Rangers have handled it brilliantly mm. And only that one chance to talk about that come yeah. off the post Goalless across the board, interesting at Tynecastle Chance of Suter, Suter, please kindly take yourself off to Ibrox Or words to that effect uh, others trying to back their man as Aberdeen have another shot saved. This promises to be a dramatic night one way or another. You won't want to miss it tomorrow. We're going all out because we've got so many games tonight. Halliday, Donnelly and Bartley all in the studio tomorrow. Make sure you join us from 6 Get the number saved. Join us from 6 tomorrow and Callum Gallagher is up next.